0: Welcome back to another episode of the Red Card Report podcast. We've got an interesting topic to talk
1: about. Mario, Icardi, and Inter Milan. Yeah. Don't you love Inter? Oh, I I love Inter so much, dude. They're like my favorite team. I hope you save that.
0: Yeah, I'm going to clip that and we'll use that at some point. clip it, save it, use it against me. It should be
2: just like, you know, on the the IG posts. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Everywhere. That's it. No, that's all you need to do to promote it. That's it. Quick two seconds. I love Inter by Joe Capuano.
1: It'll just you're gonna put it on a loop. I already know this. No, but there's what anyway, like, what's anyway. well, okay.
0: So actually, I don't even know what the hell's happening because I don't really give a shit about Inter Milan. <laughs> so <laughs> so that's, I'm I passing. Mean, I'm passing this one off to you guys. That's totally. So fair. I have a, I have a couple of questions, but I, I am not too familiar with this with this story in particular. I know that it's a big story in Serie A right now. I know it's causing a lot of a lot of drama for Inter and the club and all that, but yeah, I'll pass it on to you, Joe and Rui.
1: Give us some background on it, and uh... all right, um, do you? I'll. You know what? I'm gonna. I feel like with any good story, you have to start at the very beginning. So let's start when little baby Mauro was born in Rosario, Argentina. Don't worry, this will be fast. It'll. Ex- it. It explains a lot. Okay. So he was born in Rosario, Argentina. Get there quick, Joe. I will. I will. Don't worry. Hear me out.
2: I like the History Channel theme we have going on here.
1: Listen, listen. He moved to the Canary Islands, which are Spanish, when he was nine. Scored a boatload of goals for their youth team. One of their youth teams there. Got picked up by Barcelona when he was very young. Joined their youth academy. Scored a bunch of goals there, too. But they put him out on loan because... Well, rumor has it, he had a very bad attitude and he wasn't getting along with all the other kids. So he gets shipped off and he goes to Sampdoria. Okay. Scores a bunch of goals there too. Shows a lot of promise. Okay. Inter buys him. Big money transfer. He, and, you know, he does what any striker does and he scores even more goals. He turns out to be one of the best goal scorers that Inter has ever had. Fast forward to 2016, okay? He writes a, a biography about his life, like how like how he came to be a professional footballer called Always Forward, Sempre Avanti. And in this book, he had a particular passage that definitely pissed off the Inter fans because he said, I'm paraphrasing this, he said, if I don't get my way, I'll have my friends, the ultras from Argentina, come up here and kick all the Inter ultras' ass. He said he. Some say that yeah. he said kill. Some say beat up. But that chapter got omitted from the biography.
2: Is there even a difference to, between kill, be- and kill, kill and beating up when beat it comes up? to Argentinian ultras?
1: Uh, no, because There's, that there is no there is no middle ground. You're either you're. You guys know firsthand now. Yeah, right. Yeah, Yeah, we'll have to. It's a war. We'll definitely have to have an episode on that. Anyway, so he does that. But on top of all of this, this guy has the balls to go after the wife of one of his teammates, Maxi Lopez, who had two children with this woman. Okay. Two children. Their marriage fell apart. I'm talking about Maxi Lopez and Wanda's marriage fell apart. They were on the outs, and then this guy swoops in and marries her right, like basically in front of Maxi Lopez. And that's his current wife. And that yeah. is his current Wanda, wife slash Nara slash it's agent. funny, In the
2: book, he um he mentions that he he was hailed as like some sort of um. You know, like like he he did the right thing, you know, confronting his the ultras in a game and in a game that they lost. In his book, they lost to some. Was that, I don't know if it was some no it was Sassuolo three to one. Sure. And one of the um one of the um the Inter ultras confronted him, and they said whatever in exchange. But Mario Icardi went up to him and said something to him, and that really triggered all the um. Triggered all the ultras to be against them, yeah. And then he puts in his book that that he he was hailed as some kind of you know hero, like hero, mm-hmm. yeah,
1: yeah. This guy has a, a track record of being a quote unquote bad boy, just being um, you know hard to deal with. But when you make your wife your manager or your agent, it it makes things that much more personal and that much more difficult, which is the situation that they're in now. Why I gave that whole biography is that it kind of, it kind of leads up to this point where Mauro Icardi is for better or worse on the verge of potentially leaving into, which is that's just how I'm looking at it. They're not offering him a new contract, which is how all of this started. He basically faked an injury Recently, So that way he didn't have to play in the Europa League with Inter. Um, he omitted himself from the team. He got stripped of the captain's armband, which he has held for the past two or three seasons. Um, and this is all because his wife slash agent is trying to fight for him to get a new deal that he gets paid more.
2: Yeah, I can understand that, but he signed a contract just a few years ago that exactly. that's going to expire in 2021. Right. It's still a couple, he's got a seasons couple of seasons away. Years. Like I get it. You, so he what,
0: just wants to renegotiate a new contract for bigger money.
2: Yeah. Exactly. Which I understand you want to stay with the club for a long time, fine, but how he's going about it is just completely wrong. You're the captain of this team, and if this is a club that you quote-unquote, love so much and want to spend the rest of your career here, you have to show some transparency and decency back to the club. You have to show the type of leader that you are. You're wearing an honorable armband. Like, Inter Milan is one of the most historic clubs in the history of football. And you're treating this as if it's, I don't know, you're you are putting yourself, you're your wants, your desires over your jersey and over that armband? And what kind of example are you going to show to all the younger players? And he's already, he's pretty young for a captain. He's been the captain since he was 22 or 23 years old. He's been there for quite a while wearing that band, um, that armband. And what kind of example are you showing to the younger crowd, to the younger players? How can players look up to you when you're putting your wants ahead of the team? Inter Milan, just like AC Milan, they've been struggling the last five, six years, and they're trying to get back on top. And if you love this club so much, you will do anything to get them back consistently in the Champions League. And you want to push further and further and make the Scudetto even more competitive. Test, uh, test Juventus the following season. And he's not. I, I don't believe he's about that. He's he's clearly about money. And I think Inter deserve more than that. They so, deserve someone that that wants to be there. And obviously, yeah, he, don't get me wrong. Icardi's is a fantastic player. He scored more than 20 goals in the la, in three of the last four seasons in Serie A. Mm-hmm. He led the league last year. He tied with Chiro Immobile, uh, Immobile with like 28 or 29 goals or whatever it was. Serie A player of the year. Fantastic. Yeah, he deserve, he deserves a good pay. But you know what? That has to wait until the time is right. His contract doesn't expire for another two and a half years.
1: I I think that that's... And I'm not... Don't think I'm defending Icardi in this, but I feel like that's around the time when players do sign new contracts is around the two-year mark when their contract is about to expire two years. Um, Don't ask me why. That's just generally like... I think it comes within the two-year mark. Yeah. So
2: I'm saying... That's that's yeah, an issue for next that. season yeah. because by the time it's January of 2021, mm-hmm. Inter's in big big trouble if the contract's not is not made, an agreement's not made because he can go out and sign on a free with 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 another club.
1: Not even that. Um, he has a release clause. His release clause is big. It's a, like between 100 and 120 million, um, euros. So any club could theoretically just pay that fee. And he would be a part of that club, but now that there's this whole contract negotiation issue, I feel like there are a lot of clubs waiting in the wings, looking to see, oh, can we knock that price down, give him a better contract, you know, with higher wages, and uh, just
2: minimize that that transfer fee exactly. And his value is going to drop. He's not worth right now. He's not worth oh. 110 in. You know, obviously, um, his right. attitude and his his history of, of of these incidents, these occurrences, they're just not they're not they're not worth it for a big club, a bit a club like Real Madrid. They don't want problems like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, a team like Chelsea, that's Chelsea. This is the last thing that they need right now. Of course, <laughs> they would love yeah. they would love a talent like Mauro Icardi, but they don't want the baggage that comes along with it. And to be stuck with it with him for years and years if they offer him a 4, 5, 6-year contract that's something that they're going to have to deal with for a very very long time and we we see what Icardi has been through throughout his inter career it's almost every single year that goes by there's an incident
1: yeah or he, you know he's unhappy and then Wanda tries to negotiate with with um the interboard and and it goes back and forth they're like she posts things on twitter and instagram like of like i remember there was one um part this or one time in the summer where i was just scrolling through twitter and wanda wanda notter came up and she had posted a picture of a zebra everyone knows what that means that me mean, like she Would was nice, with <laughs> yeah funny good one um <laughs> She and Mauro were on vacation, like on a safari, and they were like, oh, zebra, haha!" Ha, I wonder what that could mean. Like, she was goading Inter to try and give him a better contract, threatening that they'll go to Juventus. And those are the kinds of antics that that Wanda has been pulling. And it's not just everywhere. that
2: either. It was shortly after he, he restructured mm-hmm. his contract back in uh, 2016. It was in October. They're already trying. Yep. Okay. In January, she was already... Throwing out statements saying, "Oh, Maro's getting getting offers from uh, teams in China." Yeah, and what do teams in China do? Pay a lot
1: of money, a lot of money. That's absurd. That's absurd. That's three, four months after
2: signing a new contract. Right. She's flirting with. She was flirting with. Um, with wages.
1: I mean, granted, that's what agents are supposed to do, but I feel like she is extremely pushy when it comes to when it comes to these issues. You know what I'm saying? Like, she uh, agents do this stuff. From, yeah, from an
0: outsider's perspective, it seems like it's too much. I understand you're an agent, you have a job to do, but you don't see other agents doing these these kinds of things mm-hmm. with their clients. At least not as players. much. Right. Not like, as much, not to this extent. No. I, I don't know. I could be wrong. I don't know if there's another agent out there who would have done something like that. Mino Rayola.
1: Mino Rayola. Yeah. Mino is but, you is the know, king he's, of doing this.
2: He, Reola is the one that would tell his uh his clients what to say. Yeah. Like what he did with Paul Pogba at Man United throughout the whole Jose M- Mourinho thing. A lot of the garbage that Pogba was saying was obviously fed by by Mino because mm-hmm. Mino Reola was also flirting around saying that Paul Pogba was going to be on his way out and that Pogba doesn't want to shouldn't and shouldn't and doesn't want to play for Manchester United any longer. Now he's he's there. He got what he wanted. Mourinho's right. out, and he's playing better. Things like that. Yeah, Mino's the only one that comes to my mind. Um, yeah,
1: who put, who has those sorts of tactics? But Cristiano even Ronaldo's then, agents he, doesn't doesn't no, do that no, at all because he doesn't have George, to.
2: George Menz, no, absolutely not. Um, but even then, Mino, I don't think he's the type of guy that's just going to go out into the media and just start demanding this, this, and that.
1: Yeah. I think it, it's also because Wanda hosts a TV show called Tikitaka in Italy based in Milan. And um, actually it was kind of funny. There there was a recent break in this whole case where she started crying on the air because of this whole situation with Mauro's contract not getting resolved. People were actually throwing rocks at her car. Yeah. Because her, her, you know, she had her kids, and they were trying oh, to drive right. places. Yeah, I did hear about that. Going, yeah. her
2: son, her son had a had a football uh, match, and she was driving him, was driving him to the to the game, and on the way there, inter fans were throwing rocks at her car. And at that point, that's just absolutely yeah, disgusting okay. to do when you have a kid in the car. Let alone just throwing rocks at a car, yeah. you know, intending to hurt someone, regardless if they're a hundred percent wrong. Or semi-wrong or even right. It doesn't matter. You, you just don't act that way because you can really hurt someone. And on top of that, there's an innocent kid. Who, it's just a little kid. In the car. Who has nothing to do with any of this. Shouldn't pay for any of the prices that, quote unquote, like the wrongdoings that the parents potentially could have done. They're, they shouldn't be held responsible or put at risk or anything like that. Yeah, right. So I, I found that absolutely disgusting. Mm-hmm. that they did that and i totally understand that it's, it's a scary situation and and she was crying when she she yeah. bent it out
1: um, did you know who called in yeah yep the the um do you think director think that, that had
2: to be staged
1: you know i wonder sometimes i really do it hey it could have been entirely staged but i don't know all i know is is that inters director general beppe marata called in and was like, oh, I don't. I hate to see you crying. I don't like. I don't like being this way. We'll work out a new contract. we we'll, You just need to be patient. And then she, she stopped crying. I have a feeling that this is just papering over the cracks. Yeah, we have He's, a lot to see. No,
2: I'm. I'm going to be paraphrasing this, but he more or less said that. Well, we're going to offer him a contract.
1: Didn't say what. He's going to
2: accept it or he's not going to accept it. Yeah, you know
1: that's a good way of looking at it, actually. Yeah,
2: and that's what it is, and that's how Morata has always been. Mm-hmm. He's just always been that straight shooter, and usually, most of the times, it's prevailed on on his part because he's always he's always had that that manner, that way to persuade people to stay. You yeah. know, and there's a project that entered. I don't know what it is, but it, it's, it's there <laughs> because, you know what, Morata's there. Yeah. And they have a bunch of young players around, and there's a project there. And I think Inter is somewhat on the right track. And on top of that, if they can manage to straighten out Icardi and get him to stay, Inter does have a promising future, and I'm sure Icardi knows
0: that. Hey, but what are the chances of him straightening out? I mean, he's shown no signs of that up until this point in his career. Sure. Well, you know, there's been players that have changed their ways. Wouldn't you want to just dump Accardi and use that money and grab someone else? Who's- me personally, I would want him to stay so
2: Inter can just have problems forever. That's <laughs> well, a personal, theoretic, play, but theoretically, theoretic, <laughs> theoretic no, you yeah, you're absolutely me. right. I wouldn't want. Um, all jokes aside, I, I wouldn't <laughs> want uh, a player like that on on my team, and it's also not good. It's not good. It's not good for the league. It's not good mm-hmm. for Inter. They deserve, like I said before, they deserve so much better. When you when you look at all the captains, the previous captains, Javier Zanetti, even Materazzi were all oh, were the captains. all wore the captains been a few times. Yeah, he did, didn't he? You know, these are like l- club legends, club legends, and fantastic players. And you have Icardi. You have Icardi wearing that captain's band, but every single every single year there's an issue. Every single year he has to put himself ahead of ahead of the team.
0: Did I, I could be thinking of something else. Did he get stripped of his captain's ban or was that? Yeah, he did Yeah, yeah, he, he did. did. He did. Oh okay. he did. yeah,
1: they gave it to Handanovich. Which actually should have been the captain
2: a long time ago.
1: Um the one thing that set all of this in motion, or the how he found out about it, was he was looking through through Twitter, and he saw Inter had tweeted, Handanovich will be the captain for the upcoming match, and it didn't say anything about stripping Icardi. It just said Hidanovic was going to be captain. We all knew what that meant, but um, yeah, they didn't. Inter didn't have the cojones to tell. Icardi himself, oh, you're not captain anymore. They had to do it through a tweet. So this whole situation from start to finish, I mean, it's not even done yet. We still don't know what's going to happen. But it it seems to be on the mend, I think. It has been handled very poorly on both sides. Wanda and Inter are both butting heads. Um, Icardi is just like caught in all of this. And you know who has been making out like a bandit is Lautaro Martinez, who's been getting more minutes since Icardi's been gone, and you know he's been doing really well, uh, scoring scoring goals, and you know having a good time. With Icardi being absent and, and during
0: this time, how will Martinez do filling his shoes, and how will Inter perform during Icardi's absent, absence? absence?
1: So, so they are two different players who occupy the same space. They're both strikers. Icardi is the kind of player who could take six touches in a game, and one of them will be a goal. Like that's the that's all he needs to it's score great a Great in the
2: box, in the box player. Where I think I believe Lautaro is more, more creative and a better out of the box. And by out of the box, I mean obviously mm-hmm. the the eighteen yard box. Yep. I was about to say, yeah. He's, he's very, very, very good. Um, yeah, he's more dynamic. Icardi's just a pure number nine. He's incredible in the air. He's great inside the box. He's a poacher. And you know what? He can control the ball very well. He can create um, opportunities, create shots, mm-hmm. passes. You know, he, he's, a very, he's a threat. And on top of that, he's a workhorse. He's also a, a very, very big threat to the defense when they're controlling the ball. I believe it was Chiellini that said the most difficult or the most annoying person that he has to deal with or someone that he has to always be alert is Icardi because Icardi just doesn't stop. He can be in one place and then the other in no time. He has great anticipation. He has great positioning, um, positioning skills. He just knows where to be. He has that instinct of where the ball is going to end up, and it's very difficult for any defender to keep up with that.
1: Yep. And difficult you know, for goalkeepers, to but on top of that, Lautaro to...
2: is just an incredible, incredible potential, and I think he can be a very, very good striker. And I can see Inter just kissing Icardi goodbye and just relying on on Lautaro because he's actually been playing very well this season. He's the one that scored against Napoli, the game winner against Napoli in the in the, the last few minutes. He came up huge coming off the bench. He showed that in his first season that doesn't matter what. What occasion? Uh, what instance that they're in? What circumstance that they're in? He can rise to the occasion and perform.
1: Yep, you took the words out of my mouth. Two, like I said, two not similar players. They both occupy the same spot, different styles. But I guess the real question is: Do they sell Icardi at the end of the season? I don't think so. I think that uh, I think that they're going to hold on to him. I think that they're they'll probably end Are up. Are you saying what you wants, what you'd want them to do or what you think they're going to th- do? I'm saying what I think that oh, they're okay. going to do. Um, I think that they're going to keep Picardy. I think it, the relationship is still good enough where, um, Icardi will get the contract that he wants and he'll be happy for six months yeah, for six months. And then there'll be another issue at some <laughs> point, but that's, that's just the way inter is They're They're there's a reason why they call them Pazza Inter, Crazy Inter. It's just that there's always some sort of drama. What do you think of Spalletti
2: in, all the, in this whole entire situation?
1: Spalletti has been handling it like any other coach I think would. He's taking it in stride. He, I think that it was – I'm trying to remember which game it was – but he said that oh it would have been nice if he came down and, you know visited the locker room Sampdoria. I think it was, yep, I think you're right. it was some he was in the stands mm-hmm. he was in the stands and it, he was like, oh, it was nice that he showed up, but I wish that he would have been in the locker room to celebrate to yeah. celebrate but then he quickly went on to the next topic. So um I think he's ha- I think he's handling it relatively well. I think so too. Could it be better? I don't know how. I don't know how because I've never been in a situation like that before. So it could be worse because he's
2: been in a situation similar to this when he was at Roma, (laughs) right? And you know who he sent home at practice, Mm -hmm. Francesco Totti, the club, the club legend, and a lot of parallels. You know, and even even today, most recently, Spalletti admitted that he was a little harsh and he felt that he divided the club at the time more than he united it mm-hmm. when it needed it most. And he felt that, that that decision may have been a little harsh. He's not saying that he was wrong. He probably wasn't wrong, but the way he went about it was harsh, a little extreme. And I think he's learned from it. And this situation, he's just, he's focusing on the team mm-hmm. because this is a disturbance, a huge locker room issue and this can this can ruin the chemistry of a team
1: yeah oh for
2: sure yeah this can ruin the season that inter's having it's been a pretty good ride so far they're in third place four points ahead of uh ac milan who's in fourth place so it's a pretty it's a pretty good position to be in and this can come tumbling down but seeing spalletti kind of keeping his cool and after the games after the games in the press conferences He's telling he's telling the reporters, "I want to talk about the players that played today." Yeah. I don't want to talk about Icardi. I don't want to talk about anything outside of what happened in this game today." Yeah. And I got a credit I we have yeah. to credit him. Yeah, you have credit to you have for to that. give, a, give him this credit. This is for that. this is a really difficult situation to be in as, as a manager. You know, your your captain, a top your player, star, your your star player is acting the way they've been uh the way he's been acting. Putting himself ahead of the team. When he comes back, are you going to give him the captain's band again? No, he'll probably have
1: to. I'm sure he'll have to earn that one.
2: I think. I think he kind of has to be a champion first before he can
0: wear that armband.
2: He's still 26 years old.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. You know, he lost would they, it. Would they just give it to him though, just to shut his mouth? And... That's what he wants. Oh, right. that's that's what yeah, he wants. Yeah, I'm sure. Right. So, uh, like, from that's part of the, I bet you I, that'd like,
1: be part of the contract.
0: Again, I think so. If I was management or whatever, I would say, no, screw this guy I'm, when I'm not giving him the capitalist ban. I don't think he's But I'm get wondering it back. from their perspective, do they look at the situation and it's like, okay, let's just, we don't want to give him the ban, but let's just try to diffuse the situation, focus on the rest of the season, give this little kid his armband,
1: you know what I mean? And, and move on. You know, but it's like, uh, if you know, anything, they'll give him more money.
2: Yeah. I don't know. That, that armband just, yeah, it I know. means a lot. That means a lot to wear to wear the armband for for Milan, Inter Milan, Juventus. It's not something to treat as if it's you know a toy. It's not a toy. You're going to go down in history as the captain of your team, you know, and that means a lot. And the yeah. way you go about it, people are going to remember how you how you went about as being a team uh, as a player of this team.
1: Icardi's becoming more famous or infamous for his off-field antics than for being the captain of, of Inter. Mm-hmm. So he's, if anything, they're gonna hand him more money in this new contract. Right now he's making four point five million euros. After
0: that's taxes. after that's after yeah. tax.
1: Here's the thing everyone's always like, oh, That's like that's not that much money, and yeah, I get it. Sometimes people get confused. In Italy, they report money after tax, so you you just take that number and you double it, and that's that's what that's his annual salary. Gross, exactly. So they'll throw him an extra like I don't know, maybe ten million euro. But he's
2: making he's making more than just four point five because along with his contract, he signed bonuses like. You have sure, to make sure. X amount of appearances. You have to score yeah, X bonuses, amount of goals. Incentives. Yep, he's got all marketing that deals all that and all. Yeah,
1: and I am sure that it's. I bet you they will give him what he wants because I think that Interfans really do want Ikadi around. I think that the problem is Wanda, and I don't think Interfans like Wanda because she she talks they more. Like,
2: than, I don't think they like Mauro either. They have a huge problem. They've always had a huge problem with Mauro. And if it wasn't for him being a very good player, arguably the best striker in City over the last few years, I think they would hate his guts. They would he, I think it would have been out the door, but he's just so good and so crucial to the team. He means a lot that it obviously they see that. It would be a huge loss to not have him. But it wouldn't surprise me it wouldn't surprise me if they wanted him out very soon because they have a player like Lautaro who's younger. Mm-hmm. and they've already seen the potential that he has and he could be a better player than than icardi because he's just that much better and more creative than than icardi, than icardi is, is outside of the box
1: i guess we'll we'll see we'll, always, we'll, we'll see how many see, more course. how many more games inter can go without icardi and keep winning because if that happens then we'll see if icardi even gets this new this new contract. And I want I just want to say that gap between Inter and Milan is shrinking because Milan is just Milan's like bulldozing everyone right now and it's awesome. They're climbing the standings. I bet that they'll get their place. I bet they'll I get think their so place. too.
2: And I said this while we were in Argentina. You did that AC Milan will finish the second half of the season with the second most amount of points.
1: In the like second gained, half, in gained, this, in yeah, games, yeah, place not not in, not in not in second place, season, not the yeah. total
2: season. Just the last nineteen games, the the last nineteen games played, they'll have the second most points by the end of the season. That's my prediction, and I think we will finish in third.
0: So, what are Inter's chances of maintaining a top four spot with this current situation? Like, I feel does, like does it impact their their chances of maintaining a top four spot? They're playing okay. It's been only, what, what, two games now
2: without
1: Icardi? Yeah, one in the Europa League. Paris and then... has
2: been, like, standing out a lot lately, though. They're yeah, making
1: he... fewer mistakes. Yeah, he wasn't but... having a good season at the first part, but... I don't know. When
2: it comes down to crunch time, I feel like Inter is really going to need Icardi. I think they're going to need him against Milan. They're going to need him against um, AS Roma. They're going to need him against all the big teams. Ju- Juventus, Napoli, because they need the points. Um it's gonna come down to to games against Milan. It's gonna come down to games against um, to Roma and Lazio, Napoli, Juventus. All these big teams they have to come away with points in order to secure that position. And it's the same thing for Roma and Milan and Lazio who are trying to push for that that top four spot still because mm-hmm. the gap is very small. You know it's it, be goes, a it goes it goes. It's It's going to go down to the wire.
1: It's going to go down to the wire, I think, for that last Champions League spot.
2: I think Milan's going to be in there. Yep. I'm being Milan, Milan, no. Milan's definitely going to be in there. I hope so.
1: I think Inter will finish fourth. I think that they will finish fourth. How great would it be if Milan finished
2: third and Roma fourth?
1: (laughs) <laughs> then they would have to, to sell
2: 4th I'd be even happier
1: with that they would have to sell Icardi to Real Madrid or something like that because they are, they are under financial fair play regulations things are getting right better now. for them though mm-hmm. they're starting to get out of it they need that money so, for them
0: so you bring up an interesting point though and we didn't really touch they, there were a couple of club names that went out if they were to sell him where would he go um, Where would he see, go? What's Real the Real Madrid? Just those two? Um, Juventus?
1: Um, uh, yeah, Juventus. I don't. I. As they were just mentioned in the conversation. I don't think that he Barcelona. would go there. Bar. He could go back to Barca. I yeah, think, I think, that think the, so. I think the biggest one though is Real Madrid. <laughs> that'd be, that'd be a perfect the, fit. I, for I think him.
2: even Bayern Munich too would be a good spot for him. True. If they had
1: the money, yeah. They which they probably do. So. Oh yeah, they definitely have the money. Barcelona
0: for is such a hateable team. I feel like that's a perfect spot for him to go.
1: <laughs> it was a striker. We Suarez. Uh, yep, that'd
2: yeah. be a good spot for him.
0: Yeah,
1: I would. But I feel like out of all those clubs, it would be Real Madrid would be the most likely. I think Chelsea
2: number two. I, I agree. I think Chelsea would be right after that.
0: Mm-hmm. There's talks of maybe Icardi going to Real Madrid or Chelsea, and now. The recent talks about bail, maybe going back, uh, being moved to Chelsea, and then obviously we had talked about stuff with Hazard, even Milan too. You know,
2: guys read
1: about that. Yeah, I did. I did read about that.
2: I don't think there's any truth to it, but I guess there's some interest in Milan getting bail.
1: Yeah, no, there there is a yeah. There's some uh, rumors flying through there, but you know what? I did read is that Chelsea actually has a transfer ban as of right now. Um, They can't purchase any players and they're they're filing a complaint with UEFA and FIFA I, I forget exactly the reason why it had something to do with um younger player registrations they didn't register like 29 youth players or something like that so it's something stupid i think it's going to get overturned but it had it involved iguin not potentially staying at chelsea and coming back to juventus so that obviously affected my club, so that's how I heard about it. I don't think it. If this stands, Icardi won't go to Chelsea just based on that. Well, if yeah. Sadi's that was coach. a long-winded explanation. If,
2: if still the coach at the end of the season, he's going to buy Iguain.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Definitely. But sorry, that was a long-winded explanation. But no, no, no
0: that's fine. Mm-hmm. You boys have anything else to add? Uh, that's it. So that's it for me Like I said I'm, I'm not familiar Yeah with you're this in the dark On this one Whatsoever Take guess so, out Dylan Yeah that's it Alright Yeah everyone as always You know if you guys Want to follow us on Facebook Twitter Instagram Our Instagram Is at Red Card Report And Facebook as well Facebook is at Red Card Report And our Twitter is At RCR Underscore Podcast Again Twitter is At RCR Underscore Podcast And Instagram and Facebook Are both at Red Card Report. Give a follow, give a yeah. like. Yep, and guys, say hi. guys, don't forget if you like the show, hop over to iTunes, Spotify, Castbox, Stitcher, hit the subscribe button, leave us a comment, let us know how we're doing and we'll like to we'd like
2: to know your feedback. Yeah, yeah, we'd
0: love to hear from you guys. Love to hear from you guys. All right, that's it. Thanks for listening.